Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from our downtown Pensacola studio. And I've got uh, two gentlemen on the other side of this computer with me, uh, Mr. Ken Coleman and Jason. I cannot pronounce your last name without uh, probably making a mistake. So how do you say that? It is Berkowitz. Okay, there we go. Uh, who are going to uh, enlighten us on, on what they do. And so uh, I want to thank you both for being here. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Thanks and for having us, Keith. Absolutely. So both of you came to me through um, pod, uh, podcastguest.com, correct? Yeah. Yeah, which is very cool. So I think it's a great resource to be able to uh, reach out there and get uh, not only guest flow, but also find some pretty interesting people doing some pretty interesting things. So, um, Ken, for those that uh, uh, of us that don't know who you are, what you do, man, I'm going to let you kind of have the floor. So by all means, kind of give us a brief overview. Uh, you bet. I grew up in southwest Missouri, a little town called Branson, Missouri, and um, I became a real estate agent at 19 years old, Dennis Realtor in the state of Missouri, and uh, went on to be the number one realtor in the state of Missouri, sold and closed over 6,000 homes, and uh, raised six kids, all with marketing degrees. <laughs> that was smart. Doing a great life in real estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's a pretty full life, isn't it, right there? Yeah. So No, no pressure, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, one of them, uh, who's one, one of the heads of marketing for a little company called Bell Computers, said, Dad, you should uh, own a marketing company. And so I left a 37-year career of real estate to pursue uh, building a new marketing company. And it's unique. It's a girl-style marketing and wrote a couple of books. And uh, we're off and launched and excited about the direction that we're going. So, well, it sounds like you already got your workforce in place, so that's good. Yes, we do. We're blessed that we have uh, got people all over the United States already that's a part of what we're doing, and we're looking for more people, though. Well, and I think I think it's quite amazing that all of your kids are doing marketing. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it, it definitely was an influence for me. Their mother was the brains, and I was the influence on the uh, visionary side, so. There you go. Okay, so so let's talk about the um, the book. And I, I know your your website is focusonthefive.com. So I'm assuming um, that that this, this is obviously this is the the um, uh, the modus operandus. Is that the word I'm looking for? This is this is the bread and butter, correct? It is. That's the name of the marketing company. We actually have a number of companies, and uh, that's the uniqueness of this marketing company. We attract new shiny objects, uh, new ideas that have our entrepreneurial taste. I spent the last three years traveling around the United States to Million Cups, which is a 175 locations in the United States of incubator uh, think tank meetings that happen every Wednesday morning, a number of them in Florida. And I'm the person who's actually spoken more of them than anybody else in the United States to actually learn about entrepreneurs and risk takers, business owners, founders. Um, and I found that, uh, that a big influence on the growth of Focus on the Five. But the great part is, is that people actually bring new ideas to our marketing company now and we help them to bring it to fruition. So we're a company that's about a lot of products, not just uh, marketing by itself. So we're, we're implementing a lot of those, which is fun. Well, that's good. You're drinking your own Kool-Aid, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we we have uh, we have million cups here in uh, Pensacola. As a matter of fact, we just had one last week, um, which is a really neat program, I think. So good on you for participating in that. But so okay, so what are the five? 
Uh, five is basically what we call a five percenter. Uh, five percenters are simply um, a percentage of population that makes choices in a very unique way. So the book and, and the uh, whole program movement is really what it is. It's a movement across the United States of five percenters to find more five percenters. Five percenters are risk takers, early adopters, business owners, founders, uh, people that just know inherently within themselves that they were born unique and that they take uh, risk. They're the ones that, um, well, I believe the people that signed the Constitution of the United States were all five percenters. And I think what really founded this country was five percenters. We call them five percenters not because they're uh, better than anybody else. We call them five percenters because they make choices by their nature uh, without having to ask permission from someone else or look at outside influences. They just, by their own ability, natural ability, uh, make a choice. And, and if they don't uh, make the right choice, they're okay with the idea that they will learn from it. And they're, uh, that's where their wisdom comes from. So anyway, it's, uh, that's what the book's about. It talks about how to identify a 5%er. And we've created a movement of them across the United States. That's, that's really our focus. Well, I would like to say that uh, I would definitely find myself fitting in that category uh, for sure. And I always tell people I'm, I'm unhirable, so I have no other choice but to pursue uh, my own ventures. But um, do you think it's a do you think it's a must for uh, every team to have one or two five percenters on it? Well, I would absolutely say. In fact, I would go so far as to say the team was formed because of a five percenter. That it was the ideas of a five percenter. Um, there's one. There's two kinds of people. There's people who come up with ideas, and there's people who act on them. Mm-hmm. Five percenters are typically both. They're the idea people, and I mean Steve Jobs, obviously five percenter. I can go down the list, but they're they're the people who are visionaries. They're the ones that can see ahead of the curve. They're the ones that says, hey, you know, while everybody's sitting here at the table talking about it, what happened to Bob? Oh, Bob's already gone acting on it. Bob's the founder. And, um, yeah, so absolutely, I think teams are, are created because of 5%. Yeah, okay. So um, tell me a little bit about the, the mission, uh, the focus of, of what you guys are doing as, in, in the, you know, as a company as a whole, or, you know, what's making it so unique that it's just a different business model? Well, one of the things that makes this extremely unique is we focus just on the 5%er and what they want. 5%ers, by their nature, are attracted to shiny objects. You should have a restaurant and show a new shiny object in the restaurant, and you can be assured every 5% in the room will have to walk over and ask you what it is. And, and so we want to identify that group because we believe that in the marketing world, if you can identify the 5%ers and you can put them all in one room, that it will be easy to market ideas, easy to come up with new ideas. You can change the world. And so our, our movement is to identify 5%ers and create um, uh, uh, a vortex, if you will, or better way of thinking of it is finding a 5%er sometimes is like finding a needle in a haystack. So what we're doing is creating the magnet to find the needles. And we do that by creating uh, talk shows and writing books. We have a legacy series of books that uh, identify 5%ers. They write a book about their life and uh, they write it to the eight-year-old child within themselves as a better version, a blueprint, if you will, of how to become a better version of themselves. And we have 68 of them being written right now across the United States. We're looking for people who have the potential to be one of those books. And then we work to make them rock stars. We put them on stage and then we do speaking tours. And, um, and then we also put products on stage with them as a part of the uh, way to generate income for that individual speaking of new ideas, new shiny objects. And we launched new shiny objects on stage with the speakers. 
and then uh, we do audio versions and we do a lot of other things, but we're, that's where the core of the marketing company comes in is the support. So Focus on Five is just the umbrella company and then we support a lot of other products and, and uh, companies that, and individuals. But we really think the greatest shiny object of all is the, is the five percenter. Five percenters attract more five percenters. So we, we call it a movement. We've got some pretty dominant names across the United States that's finally becoming a part of, but we're actually gonna be a, more of a club more of an organization that you join. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just uh, it's a movement that uh, is not subscription-based, uh, but it will be. And uh, you know, so we have a lot of really cool new ideas that's going to implement that system across the United States. But it's really the first movement we've seen or found that actually has identified that group of people and said, okay, let's create a uh, not only networking group, but um, where we can actually do business with each other. And, and uh, we found that the greatest company in the world would be a company that's uh, you know, headed off by five percenters and uh, they already have their companies. And if you're going to create a company that's headed by five percenters, you can't make them employed because by their nature, they don't want to work for somebody. Right. They want to be independent contractors. Right. Many of them do, but they'd rather not. Right. And I can imagine the, um, with 68 people writing their eight year old selves on how to better improve their life, the amount of change management and thought leadership content that you must have right now is probably through the roof. Um, that itself is probably so valuable to be able to reprint and reproduce and, and distribute to the world. Yeah, we have absolutely. We have um, oh, um, all kinds of companies around the country right now that's wanting to publish our books and publish the series. But it's really not about um, even the speakers or the books themselves. You know, the greatest books ever written was uh, was about an individual that we wouldn't know the name of today had the book not been written. Mm-hmm. That's obviously the Bible. And uh, that's the principle. I think we've just taken a lesson from that. We're a faith-based group. Um, we don't wave the Christian flag necessarily, but we are. We do believe that all of our writers uh, come from a place that they believe that there's a higher power than themselves out there. Or um, by definition, they probably wouldn't be a fine percenter. Right. Very cool. Well, uh, I think the work you're doing is quite fascinating, and um, I'm definitely going to have to dig into it a little bit more. For those that might be interested in finding out some more information, where can we send them to? Actually, I just love they emailed me directly. I thought about that before I got on today. Um, I just, again, Ken at FocusOnTheFive.com. And uh, the five is the number, not, not to spell that word. So Ken at focus on the five. Yeah, and then and we will also we'll put that link on our site when we repost uh, our show here today. So, um, thank you. We'll, Appreciate that. Absolutely, we'll stick around for a little bit. Let's uh, let's find out what uh, Jason does for um, a living. You know, his, his company's called Break the Web. So I'm going to take a guess here, but Jason, do you attempt to disrupt some industries? Well, that's always the attempt uh, to kind of make things go, quote unquote, viral. But yeah, pretty much breaking the web, getting the word out there, uh, positioning, awareness, all sorts. But we're kind of an inbound marketing agency based here in New York City. Okay. Do you find yourself uh, part of the five, you think? I was actually going to say that. I think I might be a five percenter. Uh, it's a pretty interesting concept, Ken. I think you might have a, a new a new reader right here. Um, definitely love the concept. And yeah, my story is very similar to that, whereas uh, I had job, quit it, started something on my own, um, doing that whole uh, hustle, really just taking all those risks. And uh, like you said, definitely didn't want to work for anybody else, couldn't take direction. Um, not saying my direction is 100% accurate all the time, but uh, yeah, I guess I am what we would consider a five percenter. 
Very cool. So ex- as people over the years kind of as people over the years kind of called you weird or crazy because you are the five percenter. Yeah, I'm like even because I take on uh, new hobbies and I just started skydiving, which is like one of the biggest risks you can physically take. Uh, everyone's <laughs> always calling me weird. So yeah. <laughs> so That's funny. So uh, so what is so how why break the web? Like uh, what's the difference between you and any other you know inbound marketing agency? Well, I think a lot of the differentiation comes between our brand promises and our core values. Um, when I first started moving from uh, SEO freelancer to uh, building out my agency, I actually spent the time and called a lot of these big, quote unquote, marketing companies and learned about their systems and what might turn me off as a potential client. And one of the biggest realizations I had was that you end up becoming a number in their system, many different people, many different parts. So we're kind of boutique style in the sense that everyone has involvement. You can reach out to any member of our team at any time. You have a dedicated account manager, of course, but uh, communication and access is one of our core values and making sure that our clients, if they have a question, our account manager is currently killing it with response time. She's answering all of our client emails in under half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a big thing is to be their partner when they need us. Yeah, very cool. Well, you are definitely in a competitive world. Um, not only that, but you're in a very competitive city. Do you? How much of your business comes from New York and how much comes from outside? It used to be probably 80% New York, but as we grew, it actually starts, I think it's about 50-50 now between local markets and maybe I would say 30% of the local markets, New York City based. But then the other half is national, whether it's national brands, national companies, e-commerce companies, some e-commerce companies even hit uh, on a global level. Uh, but I would say, yeah, um, local is probably 50% of our business and maybe another 30% of that is probably New York city based. Um, so yeah, a good amount is coming here. And, uh, if somebody is looking for a New York SEO company and they type that search term in, uh, our website appears or one of our sister websites up here appears at the top. Okay. So, so, uh, so uh, talk to me about how you, uh, sort of broke out into the world business mentality because i know in the entrepreneurial ecosystem that i'm in that is a huge barrier for some people to get their head wrapped around is that you don't have to do all of your business outside your back door you really have why not go for seven billion people as opposed to you know 100 million mm-hmm. so um can you elaborate on that a little bit more so like uh, when you decided to go into and do this as an agency and sort of break off of the freelance thing, obviously you made the decision that says, I'm going to have to make enough business to pay the bills and pay other people's bills and, you know, sleep at night. Hopefully you get to sleep sometimes, um, which, you know, usually brings the entrepreneur to how do I get more business? Right. And then you, there's a, there's a different, there's a 5% difference in mindset. Here you go, Ken, this one's for you. There's, there's that difference in mindset that somebody says, okay, I'm just going to go, you know, hit the streets and, and make more money here. Or somebody that says, okay, I'm going to approach this on a global level or on a, on a national level and start looking outside of where I am to get business. So I'm, it sounds like you've made that transition a little bit. I wanted you to sort of elaborate how that rolled out for you. So for us, uh, I actually was a business owner. I had a personal training company here in New York City, completely irrelevant. And um, I was doing that exact hustle, trying to figure out new ways to get new personal training clients because uh, just like SEO or marketing in general here in New York City, it's just uber competitive. So I was learning uh, about different ways to market online. I learned about SEO, started networking about SEO, ranked our website very nicely, ended up selling that PT business and I uh, had a paradigm shift in a way where I became more passionate about SEO and uh, search engine optimization, digital marketing and Google stuff. And I started doing some freelance work, slowly but surely a natural transition to that. And 
as my freelancing clientele grew, I needed to bring on other people. So it started with uh, virtual assistants in third world countries. Then it started to, I need to learn the client facing aspects. So I started uh, getting US based employees. And before we knew it, we were an agency. Yeah, it sort of happens that way, doesn't it? All of a sudden you look up and you've you've made it 10 more steps than where you thought you were going to be. Yeah, an agency was definitely not the intention. I just wanted to relax, make some money, uh, travel, um, and just learn new things from everywhere, all aspects. I think yeah. Ken would yeah. say that that's impossible for the 5%er, right? <laughs> no, he just described the 5%er. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Sweet. So, um, so uh, how, many, uh, how many employees do you have, uh, Jason? We're about 11 now, so it's kind of what they say, boutique. Yeah. Like I said, that word boutique style agency, uh, small, formidable, but also very mighty. Any any uh, certain industry you tend to be stronger in than others? We're actually starting to uh, market. We're still working on all the content deliverables and creatives, but um, we find that we're doing a lot with wineries mm-hmm. more recently. So we're going to start niching off a little bit into wineries and alternative health or medical clinics, health clinics, ranging from acupuncture to IV clinics to colonics on a national level. So we're starting to niche out a little bit into those, but um, for my personal favorite is e-commerce SEO, stuff like Shopify. I have a a weird obsession with it. So we've been doing a lot of uh, e-commerce brands that are just looking to get more people to their website or get more sales, you know, depending on the funnel they have set up. And yeah, that's uh, kind of what we're dealing with right now. Right on. So out of all of your um, your other inbound marketing agencies, I'm assuming like things like HubSpot and Zoho and the, the agencies like that, what did you find to be uh, cumbersome or annoying about them that, that you knew you were not going to include in yours? Uh, one was uh, that feeling of being a number in the system. We try as much as possible to, to really be as personal personable. Um, again, also showcase our proof, you know, what we can do especially with SEO, there's a lot of stigma to hiring an SEO company because many companies and brands have hired <coughs> SEO companies that are using really old school tactics or straight black hat tactics and never works out for the waste of money. So we try as much as hard as possible to showcase our proof of what we can do. Uh, some results that we've given, we mentioned our clients by name. Uh, we showcase testimonials from them, some of the numbers, the, the fancy, fancy graphs, <laughs> all the things that we can do. Um, you know, it's funny because we get calls all the time from people that are coming in from other SEO agencies. And some of these companies are uh, very big marketing agencies that we're probably all familiar with. And they said the experience is absolutely horrible. Another one, a recent call was uh, from a, not even a full-fledged marketing agency, but one of the biggest accounting firms that we all know mm-hmm. uh, every single day. And we hear about, they apparently offer SEO. So they're moving from, from them to hopefully looking for a new SEO partner. So it's done. I would say kind of lack of results in a number in the system are the biggest things that uh, people get annoyed by with their SEO companies or marketing companies. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, with those many agencies that are or companies that are white labeling now, it's very easy for other companies that don't normally dabble into this to start picking up other revenue streams if they're finding themselves yeah. you know, in a place where they can get those clients. And so white labeling overseas to providers or, or Upwork type freelancers that just want to make money. They don't really care about the results. They try to churn and burn, so to speak, where they yeah. just want to get as much money as possible to their freelance account. And then, oh, client leaves. Oh, well, I'll just uh, use my sales words and try to get somebody else. Right on. Well, very cool. Well, Jason, uh, I, I think you are uh, you got your head in, uh, in the right spot and sounds like you're making some good headway and, and you know, congratulations on your success. 
I appreciate that, Keith. Thank you so much. Uh, if anybody was interested in finding out some more information, where can we send them? Uh, breakthewebagency. Simple as that. There you go. Okay. Uh, well, guys, I want to thank you both for joining us this afternoon. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to you know enlighten us and tell us what you do. Thank you so much, Keith. Great. We so, appreciate it, Keith. Absolutely. So stick around for a second. Let me get us out of here, and then I've got some information I'm going to give you guys. So, um, guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our website at businessradiox.com. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. <laughs>